There's a lot to say when buying a new home or car, but only one thing to say that can help you protect them. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. And just like that, a State Farm agent will be there to help you choose the coverage you need, no matter where you are in life. When you need coverage options, your State Farm agent is there to help, on the phone or in person. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Since 2013, Bombas has donated over 100 million socks, underwear, and T-shirts to those facing homelessness. If we counted those on air, this ad would last over 1,157 days. But if we counted the time it takes to make a donation possible, it would take just a few clicks. Because every time you make a purchase, Bombas donates an item to someone who needs it. Go to bombas.com slash Wondery and use code Wondery for 20% off your first purchase. That's bombas.com slash Wondery, code Wondery. Welcome to the Nervous Podcast. All right, so you know about the Showbox show in Seattle on June 4th. I'm also doing a show at the Magic Bag in Ferndale, Michigan on June 10th, and then June 11th at the Granada Theater in Dallas, Texas. But did you know that I will be performing on the 17th and 18th of June at the Arlington Draft House uh, in D.C.? I am returning because it is an awesome theater, so please come out. The shows were amazing last time. And then also on May 21st, the tickets go on sale for our Comic-Con show, Nerdist Podcast Live at Comic-Con, July 23rd. Yes, they go on sale May 21st, Apocalypse Day. Fun times <laughs> and the end of times. Uh, well, since this could be the very last sponsorship we ever have, I'd like to thank GoToMeeting for being our final sponsor, possibly. Um, GoToMeeting.com solves you know, the challenges of getting people together on a computer to meet because uh, it is cost prohibitive to travel these days so you get everyone together and go to meeting.com it's easy um, it's super effective production collaboration sessions planning meetings weekly status updates from wherever you are so you just go it's super easy to use free 30-day trial go to meeting.com you click the try it free button and enter the promo code nerdist you will not be sorry if you have to interact with other humans on a meeting type level you can look them in the eye and see if they're lying or not you can point them and go ah ha ha I thought you were a liar. And then you can thank GoToMeeting.com, as I thank them for continuing to be our sponsor. And now, here's the Nerdist Podcast, episode number 90, Hostful Goodness. Now entering Nerdist.com. Recording. Oh, I just saw uh, Jonah walk in with Deanna. Did that? that did I just hear really... feedback? Holy shit! Wait, the G four show that also records in here, <laughs> <laughs> or actual <laughs> feedback? No, no, actual feedback, not the G. I don't think anyone heard. It's me. Jonah Ray. You started? Yeah, I wanted to get your entrance. Where's Deanna? She's went to Starbucks to uh... go hang out with Greta. Greta's over Greta there. Is? Yeah. Oh well, shit. Um, yeah, we, I didn't know. I didn't know that uh, Bridesmaids was going to be as long as it was. was it was long? Time. Yeah, it's like a two-hour movie. Oh, I was it as amazing as everyone says? <laughs> what did she draw? I'll be at Starbucks. <laughs> <laughs> she just drew a picture that said, I'll be at Starbucks, and then there's a smiley face, Dick and Balls on it. Yeah. I'll tell, I'll Is tell. that part of the Dick a Day program? Um, that's the that, program. That's a that's a style. She hasn't kept up with it, and she keeps on running into people like Mary Forrest. Uh, like we Jonah, in- it's not called Dick a Month. 
That's true. I should get on her ass about that. Damn it. I should get on her ass about those dicks. Um, I didn't, yeah, I didn't know it was going to be so long, the, uh, the movie, but it's fucking great. Everyone loves it. I mean, listen, when Jimmy Pardo writes on Facebook, unsolicited movie review, this bridesmaid is fucking hilarious. Yeah. Because uh, he's a bit of a curmudgeon. It, yeah, uh, he is. I don't think I've ever talked to uh, talked to him about a movie he liked outside of like I don't know. And he uh, lo- he the, loved Bridesmaids, Godfather of uh, Green Bay, <laughs> outside, of, outside of the one he's in. <laughs> Listen, Rose Byrne may be the most attractive person on the planet. It's possible. Whoa. Is, yeah, I don't what about, know. What about uh, Gillen there, Karen? Are you? You know what? Doing? They could mud fight for it. Oh, all right. Not mud wrestle. Mud, mud fight. fight. Mud fight. That's where you load throwing guns mud with at each other. Oh, all right. Yeah, no. They're both uh, they're both uh, pulchritudinous female specimens. Calm down, Big C. I'm sorry, I'm sorry. Oh, you know, I'm, Big you C, know, calm down. You know what's funny is it's funny. <laughs> People what, are going to go crazy when you hear you say that again. It's funny what sticks, right? It it's is. funny what sticks. It's funny to me that noodle stories stuck. It's funny to me that you said we said you said Big C a couple times. Yeah, I'm getting all these Big C tweets. Someone put it. Someone said that it was on my Wikipedia page. It's no longer already. there. I looked. No, yeah, they took it off. You How often do you check his Wikipedia? When someone, when said someone that tweets it. Tweet. Someone oh, really? tweeted it. They, they tweeted said, it oh, okay. oh, my God, you, Big C is on your Wikipedia page. So someone someone pulled it off. Um, I, I think maybe now would be a good time to go through and just confirm or We're deny the, the information on uh, my Wikipedia page. <laughs> Early life, Chris Hardwick, born in Louisville, Kentucky, son of a professional bowler, Bill Hardwick. Yes, that's true. Named after sportscaster Chris Schenkel. True. Grew up in Tennessee, but attended Regis Jesuit High School in Colorado. And then I also attended Loyola Jesuit High School in California, in L.A. for my last year of high school. Uh, study philosophy. Ouch, you moved Wait, to L.A. You, your you last just... year of high school? Yeah, you didn't know that? No, I no. went to three different high schools. Yeah, I, I knew you, you traveled around a, a bit, but for some reason I, I was never quite sure on the, on the years spent uh, where. That must have been shitty. No, I moved a lot when I was a kid. I was used to it. I started high school in Memphis. Then the middle of my freshman year, we moved to my mom and my got remarried. My stepfather, we all moved to Denver. Mm-hmm. And then... Um, uh, I went to public school for a day where I uh, almost died because uh, I didn't. I I'd gone to private school. My I, this yeah, yeah. is where I'm going to sound like a douchebag, first world <laughs> problems kid. But this was just my life. I had gone to very small private school up until then, and then I go to the school in Denver where there's like three thousand people, and I couldn't yeah, yeah. deal with it. Uh, and so my mom and my stepdad put me into Jesuit high school. Um, where I was just around dudes, yeah, just around dudes. And but it, it was very small. Affected you whatsoever? <laughs> it sure hasn't. Let me taste. But your their cock. cocks were big, right? What? Their cocks were big, relatively least, speaking. Yeah, least. I mean, I hadn't. I mean, you know, as opposed to a public school <laughs> right. where it's you know you're just mixing three thousand of them. Who does that? Yeah. But uh, yeah, so I went to Regis Jesuit High School in Denver from freshman year through junior year, and then Loyola in L.A. My senior year of high school. What? Uh, did, what I, my parents tried to move me from Hawaii to uh, uh, Lake Tahoe um, the year, the summer before my senior year of high school, and I just threw shit fits. Like I just was fucking very upset because I had finally made friends in high school, and then like uh, they let me go back. I didn't. It didn't really feel. I, I I was excited by the idea of moving to another. I mean, I, I I liked moving. I would get. We moved so much that I would get antsy. Yeah. If I if I didn't move and and so I didn't. You know. Because I hadn't forged like super, su- I mean, I had really one best friend, uh, a guy named Rob Horan, who lives in still lives in Denver, um, and uh, we and we're still friends. But I didn't really have any other friends at Regis, so when I moved, it was like, well, yeah, 
And then I tried to start over, Jonah. I tried to start over. What, what was your personality? I tried to do the Millhouse in Shelbyville. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, where I started hanging out with football players and cheerleaders, like right when I got to Loyola. Yeah. That lasted uh, three weeks. Three weeks, and then they kind of figured it out, or you figured it. Was, yeah, it was yeah. Just... When all these, when all these, like, when all these, uh, these super cool, attractive California kids are uh, drinking and smoking weed and and fingering each other, and then I'm like, "Hey, did you see the Bobcat Goldthwait comedy special?" And then, uh, and then that, so that didn't really work out. Well, not even in a way where you're like, "I'm the funny one of your group." Nah, I, you know, like quoting comedy to cheerleaders in high school. It turns out you might as well be speaking Korean. To yeah, them. yeah, yeah. I dated, and they're not Korean. They, they I dated a them. cheerleader in high school. Really? Yeah, for like a year and a half. Do you mean carbon dated her? I carbon dated her. C14. Mm-hmm. Yep. And uh, it worked out. She was 2,300 years old. What? Well, that's fantastic. <laughs> well, at least it saved you from having to cut her in half and count the rings. That's true. <laughs> how did you date a cheerleader? I played football. Oh. I, mean, I didn't mean like how did you date a cheerleader. I mean like how, what was the process? Because I, I was never. What was the process? I, I always uh, felt uncomfortable around a tr- like. Semi, yeah, no, I, I played football, and uh, she was actually dating my best friend at the time, and then I stole her from him. Oh, Jesus. so, like, he fumbled her. He fumbled her, and I picked it up, and I ran with it to the 20-yard line, and then I got... Oh, uh, okay, you're going then, too fast. Too many, you got, too many and then sports. you got your heart broken. Too many sports. Uh, no, I, I think I broke up with her in computer class. Yeah, we were learning Microsoft Excel 97. Spreadsheets? Spreadsheets. It's not funny because it was of the time. Yeah. Did you it's create not, did, not, yeah. did you create a then. function where it said like me plus you equals zero? She drew a go. graph. If I remember correctly, she drew a graph for me of like how much time like she wanted her time versus my how much time she wanted to spend with me. And the graph was like she wanted this much time with her and a very small amount of time with me. And then I was like, and I just crossed me out completely and said, we're done. Okay, so technically you did break up with her. But she, but was, it sounded like she paved the walkway. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. well, I took the walkway. Okay, yeah. good for Obviously, you. I mean, good for you. Not going to not be a man about it. Good for you. Yeah, no, I couldn't. Uh, I can't hang around cool people for, like, maybe... You give me give me five ten minutes and I can probably I can probably sustain like oh I'm okay but then just the nerdy comic comes out and then that and was, then it's not fun for that, anyone that computer class that teacher was the same teacher that sent me to the office for saying something was asinine really like, because of the word ass oh like she didn't know what that's the like word how people meant. get sensitive. she didn't know what the that's word like meant. how people get sensitive if you use the word niggardly to mean thrifty yeah yeah but it has a horrible root word in it <laughs> yeah which is... and then when you say zoom down on the price do you're you not mean supposed to say a, that that's do, not do you mean mm, a horrible a word sword <laughs> oh, horrible oh god <laughs> pull out mayday 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 We've just made all of our listeners uncomfortable. All Everybody uncomfortable. We did make a few Sarahs uncomfortable last week. That I, was, yeah, that was fun. I had a lot of fun doing that. Okay, yeah. so uh, I went to UCLA while I was studying philosophy. I was a member of the Chi-Fi fraternity for a year. after, And then after my freshman year, I got out of it. And occasionally they, they try, because there were eight of us and we started this chapter at UCLA. So it was much more maverick in my mind, but still ended James up being Garner a part of the Greek Mel system. Gibson. Uh, Garner. Okay. Always James Garner <laughs> over Mel Gibson. Always. In life, I suppose that's Always. a good rule. <laughs> Rockford Files is a fucking awesome show. That is a good show. True. James Garner is a badass. Uh, so I'm, I, 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 I tried to divorce myself as much as possible from that mm-hmm. fraternity, but they still track you down. Uh, I was roommates with Will Wheaton for some time. I, I, we did meet at a showing of arachnophobia in Burbank, California. I don't know how they tracked that down. That was on the podcast. 
Oh, we did talk about yeah, it. Yeah. Oh, that's oh, that's right. Yeah, yes. Yeah. Okay, that's right. I was a DJ on the K Rock in Los Angeles in the mid nineties. I did appear in House of a Thousand Corpses, Halloween two, and Terminator three. It was there wasn't I love nineties. Was your I, married with children cameo on there? Nope, it's not Should on there. Be. Damn it. Boy Meets World cameo? N- uh, maybe. <laughs> Voice over work. Good show. Good yes. Show. Uh that's true. I did do the radio adventures of Dr. Floyd and Back of the Barnyard, and I did play Green Arrow. Um, Anything about WebSoup on there? Hardwick also credit uh, reads the credits at the end of Certified Copy, but is uncredited himself. That is not true. I did not uh, read the credits at the end of a weird European movie called Certified Copy. <laughs> that is not true. Well, they took all this other stuff on here. They had a bunch of fake stuff about my mom. Oh, really? About how my mom's name was Marge, and she was a pediatrician. And my mom ran across the Wikipedia page, and she was like... Are you ashamed of me? Why did you? Oh, and I'm like, no. no, I didn't put that on there. You don't understand. <laughs> Are you ashamed of me? Why would you say I'm a different person with a different job? Like, I didn't say that. You don't understand. Then I had to. Then I had to explain. Uh, you know, user-driven content to her. <laughs> um, yeah, that's all true. Standard comic world. Mom, it's just UGC. Yeah, it's just UGC. Yeah, there is no mention of web soup on here. That's weird. Really? Quick, someone do I was, that. I was saying that as a joke, and now I'm upset. Well, it does say in the side, notable works and roles. Web soup is there. Oh, okay. Yep. That's good. Yep. Yeah. So that's all. That's all. That's all pretty true. Uh, good. Well, I'm glad we've cleared all this up. Oh, I did write an episode of Back at the Barnyard, uh, entitled. Um, oh, they took it off. Citation needed. There was no citation, so someone took it off. Oh. I did write an episode of Back of the Barnyard called Little Otis. There you go. How are those royalty checks? Rolling in? <laughs> <laughs> They're not rolling, rolling, rolling in. No, no, no. Here's the trick to, to uh, television animation. Write the theme song. Write any song. Yeah. And you get uh, royalty checks. I wrote, a, I wrote a handful of songs in Back of the Barnyard, so that's, that's, that's where, where some royalty checks come in. Yeah, that's where Big and if C any of the toys them. would say your uh, had your vo- would have your voice, you would get royalty checks. Right? They didn't make any toys, mm. really. Yeah, wow, isn't that weird? Seems yeah, that is weird. Would they like be a... afraid that they would get confused with the Barnyard Commandos toys? Yep, that's right, <laughs> the Barnyard Commandos toys. They were afraid. Yeah. No, they said that. Uh, well, they're just really barnyard. I mean, they're really just animals. So why would kids pick them up over? And I'm like, well, because they're characters. They know. That's what was so awesome about barnyard commandos is that they uh, there was like you know cows and pigs and sheep and stuff like that. But they came with like these little uh, uh, weaponry things that you can put on top of them that shot little rockets and stuff like that. It was really cool. That would not be cool at all because then we would not have breakfast <laughs> because the animals would be <laughs> firing missiles at yeah. us. No, it, it's a fake world. Oh, <laughs> wait, are you sure? Yeah. I think. I, I watched that great zombie movie again 28 days later. <laughs> mm. oh, I love that. <laughs> makes it so mm. mad. I love that. It's not a zombie movie. Know. It's a rage virus movie. Uh, I don't sound like that. And it's not. It's a rage virus movie. It is. It is. It's not. It's not zombies. It's not. Listen. They're zombie light. Really, the villain is the humans in that. So I think we all learned something. How so? Because they're the ones that create it? Because not only is that the case, but when they get taken to that compound... The real enemy is the human. Christopher and then, Eccleston. And then he has to sort of Christopher become Eccleston, the ninth infected doctor. with rage yeah. to, to fight the human. Yeah. You know what I mean? So he becomes one of them to fight the real enemy, which is ourselves. It We're really was. So good. 28 Days Later is such a great movie. It's great. It, is. Great it, really it is. holds up so well. Mm-hmm. It's awesome. Way better than 28 Weeks Later. I which, didn't see uh, it. But though, 28 Weeks Later, the opening, the opening scene is one of the best things in uh, cinema ever. I thought that I thought the movie was okay, not as good as the first one. Not as good as the first one, but that first okay. scene could like you could just take that first scene 
uh, and just put it up against any other movie. Any oh, other when Robert movie. Carlyle just digs his thumbs into her eyes, like that was. Ugh. When, when like God. he just finally when he's running across the field and then they start running over the hill, uh-huh. like and he's just and he finally gets into the boat. And then, like, when he finally gets away from all of them, he just has that feeling, like, that, that everyone else in the theater had, which is like, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit, oh shit. <laughs> just, you know, but, but in watching 28, 28 Days Later, what's kind of fun about it is that there's, <laughs> what's funny to me about it is that there's a, uh, there's the, like a big fuck you to like uh, militant animal activist groups. Yeah. Because basically they're the ones that they're they're set off the yeah. chain of yeah, events. Yeah, exactly. The, uh, there's a 28 months later, right? Oh, yeah. I've never heard of that. What? Isn't there a 20? There's another one. 28 weeks Isn't later. Isn't there a third one? Oh, third one. I had no idea. I might have made that up in my head. Maybe yeah. I dreamed it. Well, 28 weeks later didn't even have anything to do with uh, like there was no Danny Boyle uh, part of it at all. No, they just sort of picked it up after... Mm-hmm. Like Which happened to a lot. Like, I mean, like Return of Living Dead, um, part two, I don't think really had much to do with the people before it. And of course, the wait the later sequels would are which are all horrible, horrible movies. Like uh, Return of Living Dead Three, Love Never Dies, uh, Return of Living Dead Four, Necropolis, uh, and Return of Living Dead Part Five, Rave to the Grave. Did you <laughs> Rave to the Grave? That's yeah, yeah. fantastic. I yeah. can't get on board that. No, no, no. None of them are any good. Necropolis has one of my least favorite scenes, which is uh these, you know, a bunch of zombies are coming at these two guys and they're shooting them and they run out of bullets and they you know they throw the guns at them and then they both look at each other and I can't remember if they actually said this or just gave the motion of Let's do this. And then they start punching <laughs> the zombies in the face. Which you should never do. You should never do because you could easily hit their tooth. Yep. And they can chomp on your hand on it. You know, you get some of their their fluids in you and a cut, and then you're dead. That's it. You're done. Uh and that's I just that was one. But of that my... was why in twenty eight in twenty eight days later when he when she um when the guy gets bitten by the, the what's her name's um bad. She, basically the one guy gets bitten when they go back to his house when they go yeah. back yeah, to the yeah. one guy's house. And then, because uh, I can't remember any of the character names, and then uh, they go back to Jim's house. Yeah. And then the other guy gets bitten when the zombies. He's like, no, it's cool. It's cool. I'm all right. Yeah. And then she just like beats him, him to death, but yeah. then she's splattered in blood. In face. Yeah. In the face. Yeah. But if you don't get it in the eye, You're okay. you don't get it in the mouth. I mean, like, you know, she would be able to tell right away. The. Uh... Have you seen? Oh, I just, well, I just think that my least I just think that's an irresponsible way to kill a rage virus victim. It is. It is. Well, you need the. You should have a little, uh, you know, face cover like a welding. At least mask a welding mask. Yeah. yeah. Uh, but my least favorite part about the guys that are starting uh, fighting, punching the zombies in the face, is that uh, the zombies. Uh, I'm using that term lightly in this movie uh, are getting punched in the face, and then one of the zombies throws up a block. Like a karate block, and then and then punches the guy back, and that's the thing oh, that wow. really irritated me is because a zombie well, they don't have the concept of like, well, I punch them. I they didn't, they're not out to hurt you, they're not even out to kill you. They're out to eat you, and that's all they want to do. Yeah, but maybe he's doing some cross training, and you know, maybe there's a, maybe there's a, the maybe there's a twenty four hour uh, maybe he's training fit. a twenty four hour fitness, like just going into the gym there uh, and learning some boxing. Have either of you seen the Call of Duty new downloadable pack? Where you know they have the zombie pack for Call yeah, of Duty. everyone keeps on telling me but about that. Have yeah. you seen it? It's now you. Uh, the concept of it is you can play as either George Romero, Sarah Michelle Gellar, uh, Danny Trejo, or Robert England. Always Danny Trejo. I don't know, but like Shady, don't text, man. Like Actually, the... I would play Sarah Michelle Gellar and just stop to finger myself. <laughs> this I is would, what it's I like. Would, I would play as Robert England for the same reason. Hey, <laughs> wait, wait, Freddy Krueger, Robert England. Yeah, yeah. you, you don't totally want to cut your joke. But uh, like, it's like because they can't quite, they can't quite use all the characters. You know, obviously yeah. he's he's you know they are Machete, Buffy, and 
you know, Freddy Krueger, but like it's they're the idea is they're filming a movie, and then as they're filming a movie, a real zombie outbreak happens. Oh, so George Romero, uh, you know, you play as any of those four. You know, have you played the multiplayer zombie Call of Duty? No, no, no. You you spawn. You don't know who you're going to spawn as. You yeah. spawn as one of them. My favorite things about it is you can play. There's a level where you play at the Pentagon, and you either spawn as Nixon, Castro, Kennedy, or uh, whoever the defense secretary. They were all there, man. They were all there. <laughs> fucking awesome. <laughs> that is pretty cool. Yeah, it is. Anyway, oh, download man. that. I need folks. to play more games. I pre-ordered L.A. Noir. I'm really looking forward. Yeah, to Yeah, that it. looks like it's gonna be really good. It does look three great. discs, eight square miles of Los Angeles. That's awesome. In 1947, it's like L.A. Confidential, the yep. game, right? Yep. I don't know why I gave you a look, Chris. <laughs> I don't. I was. Like I was. Yeah, I wrote that movie. Yeah, you like LA, it. You LA like Co- that movie. The LA Confidential Blu-ray has like my favorite special feature ever, which is you. They you can pull up a map of Los Angeles, mm-hmm. and select on a star the location, and then uh, Curtis Hansen sits there, tells you about the location, and they show you the movie and the lo- real location. Stockard. They use that place, right? Yeah, the place with the LA. Uh, yep. Oil r- pumps. Mm-hmm. Oh yes, yeah, yeah. Not, uh, on the way out to the airport. Yeah, yeah. yeah. On, they built off that, of La Cienega. They built that motel out there. That was the only one thing they had to build. Oh really? Yeah. Still there? No, I think it's gone. Um, I don't know though. I I saw. I watched over the weekend. I watched Salt, which I thought was pretty entertaining. Oh really? Yeah. I didn't see that. Not bad. Not bad at all. But baby, baby, salt and pepper. Oh, salt and pepper. I'm sorry. I was thinking of Veruca Salt, Seether. Oh, <laughs> of course. No, um, Seether is neither. <laughs> black nor white. Uh, I also watched Cinema Verite, which was pretty good. Oh, is oh, that yeah. the movie? It was, ba- it, was, it was basically the... the it was based on real life it was by based, Albert Brooks. <laughs> well, real, Albert Brooks's real life was based on American Family, which was a public television, the first reality show, basically, yeah. from the early 70s. And I have to tell you, Diane Lane is so fucking incredible. Right. Yes, she's gorgeous, but she is a hot. she is such a phenomenal actress. She was so good in this. She's awesome. so good in this. That was an HBO movie, right? It was an HBO movie, yeah, yeah. yeah. It's interesting to make a dramatization of a thing that happened like rather than just showing the thing. Chris, your nose is bleeding. Uh, <laughs> flat. You guys see that flash, right? Life after people. Life after people. God damn it. What are you gonna make me mad? I also saw Thor last night. I liked your tweet. Oh, about how it. was it? Oh my I didn't god, see you guys! Tweet. I didn't well, see a tweet about it's it. It's not great. No, yeah. it's not great. And which is surprise? I mean, to me, that's just my opinion. But uh, but I saw a lot of reviews that said, "Oh, Thor is awesome," and uh, I didn't really. I don't know. Yeah, it doesn't. It, it, I, didn't, I, I didn't. It didn't interest me. It's just not. It just didn't. It just didn't grab me the same way that Iron Man did, or Spider Man, or like, I feel like I have to see it. This sound. This sounds like a weird thing to say, but Thor to me isn't as believable as X Men or Spider Man or Iron Man or Batman. That's why I don't like it. Well, because th- wow. it's it's the it's the it's the only one that of those that is that is completely mythology based. Yeah, but you know they did a nice job with Asgard. It's really cool, and and uh, uh, but it just oh, I don't know. I just. Just something about it. You just kind of left like, eh. How is, right. how is uh, Tiny Natalie Portman and Giant Thor? <laughs> well, it's weird because they directed all... The, uh, Kenneth Branagh directed all of the Earth stuff almost like it was a weird sitcom. Oh, really? So people are like, Bumbly, and where else? Oh, look at that guy. And, and it's just like, what are you, what is, what are you doing? I would, uh, I would and then go- also I tweeted that I had really hoped that the post end credit scene... Was Jim Carrey finding Loki's mask? Oh, <laughs> but 
as as the character Where did that Stanley Ipkiss. with it? As the character yeah. Stanley Stanley Ipkiss. Um, I would I would go see Thor if there were uh, if someone said there was a reference to a uh, Avengers and babysitting. I would just go then. <laughs> oh wow. Yeah. That's when there's I there's not. Well, then I'm I'm out. Then you're out. Yeah, I'll see it some other time. And then so then now we gotta wait for Captain America. We gotta see it, guys, Avengers. before the Avengers movie comes out. Yeah. I mean, listen, I tell listen, go. I say go see it. Make make the make the decision for yourself. You know, like the fact that people are going to see the movie a lot is good for film. Just because people see bridesmaids, are bridesmaids, man. Yes, that's go see bridesmaids. That's, that's a fucking good movie. Yeah, you're right. That should yeah. have been number one this weekend. It wasn't. It was not. Thor, I think, was. That's ah, a shame. Bridesmaids was so fucking funny. Well, so Thor probably funny. made like another forty million. Yeah, yeah, that's fine. But like, also, you know, it's ex- it's more expensive because of the three D. Oh yeah. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah they factor it, that in. Yeah, they factor that in. They, oh, they don't. Cool. They, if they did seat sold, it would be different. They should do. We did not go see it in 3D because uh, I personally don't like it. I hate don't 3D. Don't think 3D is worth it. I'll go see. I'll you know. I'll go see my bloody Valentine 3D. I'll see a movie like that. You know, I'm bummed out. I missed out on Friday. Uh, Cine Family showed um, Friday the 13th uh, Part Eight. Jason oh, takes did? Manhattan at midnight. I fucking we we couldn't go. Very bummed oh, that out. That's awesome. a, what's the, like the ridiculous one where he doesn't get to Manhattan. Did he take, yeah. from, did he take yeah. it from the Muppets? He did. There he took Manhattan. Yeah, 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 yeah. It's not Jason Chaseman. It's like Jason in Manhattan, I think. Oh, okay. He yeah, doesn't yeah. Take <laughs> yeah. That, that's where Jason meets Rizzo the Rat in that greasy spoon, right? Yeah, and Jason can't remember who he is. Yeah, and he's and just then, like, hmm, <laughs> hmm. He thinks, and then he thinks and he's an ad executive. Other, he sees those other guys in hockey, hockey masks. masks and they're like, ad executives. Yeah, and they all yeah. And he goes, and then, then he finally uh, realizes who he is, and then he murders everybody. Yeah. <laughs> and then Rizzo has that cousin that's almost the exact Ratatouille character that saves the kitchen. Uh-huh. <laughs> yep. Yep. <laughs> and then Pixar makes. I it. had a um, a cheat day on my slow carb diet yesterday. How'd it go? It's the fucking worst day of your life. It's fucking disgusting. Why? It's just I was just eating like shit, and I felt horrible the whole day. Yeah, that's yeah, what's fun. That's, that's what's what weird about it. Which is is kind of a good side effect because yeah. then you no no you don't want to eat as you'll get used to that. It's just a, I mean I was through. also a little hungover all day, which didn't add to like all this new sugar. Wait, and how carbs. are you hungover? What did you drink before on your cheat day? How did you drink before your cheat day? I had vodka and water. You're not supposed to have vodka. The guy can have the fucking Tim Ferriss can have two glasses of wine. He has a glass of wine. He says two. Wine. He says two glasses of wine. Whatever, but you shouldn't have vodka. I'm just saying. I'm just saying what the diet is. How am I supposed to be an alcoholic and on this <laughs> diet then? One day a week, buddy. This no one can awesome. get in touch with you. I don't know this how I'm awesome. supposed to do it. How am I supposed to stop the shake so just I can watching. fucking work my job? Just watching from the sidelines. <laughs> Jonah, he just told you you can't have vodka and what, water. What the fuck? What is? For, well, yeah, that's fucking ridiculous. I, that's I'm trying my I'm best. I'm trying. That's the best I can do. Vodka and water. You fucking. You yeah. know how many? You know what sucks to after work when you know a couple of us from Westwood go to the bar and everyone's having these refreshing glasses of beer, sparkling in the sun of summer Los Angeles, and we're sitting on the outdoors and I'm having a fucking hard drink at fucking you know six thirty. It's depressing. All right. I mean, what yep. else am I gonna do? Look better than everyone else. That's what will happen. Yep. <laughs> feel good. I feel better on this diet than I did the time before. Well, because you're doing it. Like before, I think you were skipping breakfast and stuff, right? No, no. Remember, I was trying to do the small meals uh, a day. Oh, that's right. I was trying to do five small meals a day at the same time as the, the, just the no carbs at yeah. all. And I was also like going to the gym for an hour every day. I think it was just a bit too much too soon. And you were just gathering your information from reviews of the <laughs> Yeah, yeah, yeah. Cliff you notes. need you need healthy carbs. Carbs are fuel. They're yeah, great. Yeah, yeah, Protein yeah. builds muscle. Carbs you know what I did fuel. yesterday for lunch? 
I went to the butcher at the farmer's market yep. and I bought a steak and then you can bring it to the Korean barbecue place that's right next to it and they'll grill it up for you for four bucks. That's great. Really? Yeah. How much is that in total? It's probably like $400. 13, <laughs> 13 bucks. But for one pound of very good steak. That's a great idea. Right? That's a good idea. Right? Makes you feel like you're living in a small town. I felt like the it. farmers market. Yeah, I just go. It you really go to the does. farmers market. I went. We mean D before the movie went to the uh, Hollywood farmers market, which they're trying to close. Yeah, you mean D from uh, D, what's happening? Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, D Snyder and I uh, <laughs> hanging out. Uh, what are we're talking about Strange Land. What are they trying to close? They're trying to close the uh, the Hollywood farmers market uh, because it's not permitted um, correctly or something. Uh, no, no. It's just the uh, the Los Angeles Film School wants. Uh, they they have a media center that they want to have a, a loading dock in the back, and that they want it to be open on Sundays. And that's right there. That's where the farmer's market is. Which yeah. is where? Um, on uh, Selma and Ivar. Oh, that one. Oh, yeah. oh up behind the Hollywood, uh, the, the Hollywood and Vine thing. Um, it's like a, it's like above, it's like where uh, the new Urban Outfitters is. And yeah, yeah, a, yeah, yeah. Space fifteen twenty. Space, yeah. yeah, space fifteen twenty. They got a umami burger over there. I know. It's always yeah. too crowded. I can never oh, get in gotta, there. You gotta go the one down on Hollywood. All right. You gotta go that that one down there on Hollywood there uh, on your cheat day. I'm on my cheat day right now. All right, started with uh, cheese Danish from Portos, and then I started... we went to Portos yesterday for tres leches and a couple uh, cupcakes. Yeah, yeah, uh, Greta brought them for me, and then uh, cheese Danish from Starbucks. Wow, then and chocolate. then a cheese Danish from a, the cheese chocolate, Danish store, chocolate croissant. And, this, uh, this, this is very very boring. So I went and got like a fucking awesome sandwich from the potato chips. They got that spicy salami sandwich. Was, I Who does? It. Who does? Spicy uh, potato chips over on... Uh, what the fuck is that? That sounds awesome. On Beverly. On Beverly. It's great. I've never been there. It's Their a spicy great tuna is really good, too. The spicy tuna is not on the menu anymore. Oh, really? Yeah, it's a shame. It used to be good. Potato uh, chips. Potato chips. Yeah, it's right next to the Cobras of Matadors. Now, see, there's a spicy salami sandwich in Soho. In New York, there's a place called Salume. Mm-hmm. And they make, a, uh, they make a panini that's this awesome fresh bread with spicy salami and gherkins and uh, Tabasco sauce and brie. Gherkin sounds like something you say when you're coming. Gherkin, gherkins. <laughs> yep. I, you, I, you know, here's a tip: don't say that when you're coming. Are you sure? Really? Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Okay. Unless you want the person who is underneath uh, or on top of you to leap away. Oh yeah. In fear. No, I just, I just hold on tight and say sorry. Either, either of those <laughs> positions are almost yeah. impossible with my back. I can't. <laughs> oh. A guy, a guy, the other day at the live podcast uh, gave. Um, advice to Matt about uh, spinal arthritis. And he's like, I took this pill and it changed my life. I can live a normal life now. And Steroid then, injections. No, he's that pill he was talking about. He says he takes a pill. No. Birth control. No, no, no. no it was a pill Ari he said. Ari said he takes... Inje- I've talked to him about it. Yeah. It's injections. Why don't you do it? Gives himself injections. Because I can't... The steroids wouldn't be good for me because they would raise my blood sugar and would fuck up the diet. So once I get down to a manageable weight, then I'll probably do it. But in the meantime, I'm just going to lose weight because in the long run, that's better for my back. All right. What is your goal weight? Many doctors have concurred. Uh, my goal weight has always been 280 pounds, which I'll probably breeze by pretty soon. You're going to get down to like 190? I don't I don't think so. I don't think I'm physically capable of that because I have a size 8 head. <laughs> yeah, like, but, I, that yeah, would but actors weird. have huge heads. But that would look weird, right? No, no. You just look like uh, like the Pep Boys. Oh, okay. <laughs> I want to look like the one with the yeah, mustache giant, and giant the round head, glasses. Giant head with a tiny, tiny skinny body. You do everything for less. Well, yeah. your head might shrink if your body gets smaller. It, well, my body has gotten smaller. My head is exactly the same size. Your face or your head? My the head. The circumference your face of meat. my head. Your face meat. My face meat is smaller. Right. 
even if you look at my license, you can see that it's much smaller yeah, than what it do was. You, what do you care about your, the size of your head? Why would like? Well, like, I mean, my, well head, my head's kind of big, so well, I'm going to stay a little overweight. No, I'm not going to stay a little overweight. I'm going to get down until it stops. I don't know when it's going to stop, but I don't imagine it will get because I've been told by doctors before that they don't I, that I probably won't ever get down to you know. I'll, I'll probably always be a pretty big guy. What do they know? They think I'm big boned or something. I don't know if that's a thing, but like I have broad shoulders and I'm. Built like a whatever fucking orangutan. <laughs> you are not built like an orangutan. He does I'm have a really tall hairy. torso. I'm very hairy. My torso is almost as tall as Jonah's, and he's if we much. Sit, if we sit down, he's as tall as me when we're sitting down. Do you uh, do you use your knuckles for support on the Sometimes. ground? Really? That's how I get up. Oh, I didn't realize that. <laughs> you were kind of an orangutan. Yeah. Did you guys see the trailer for um, Fright Night? No! Yes. Friday night is the Friday night trailer is online. You only see one shot of Tenant, um, but it still looks oh, like. I didn't a, even see that ten, shot of Tenant. Just him just looking up. It's really quick. Yeah. Really quick. Uh, but it looks awesome. Starts off, you're kind of like, eh, a teen vampire movie. And then it takes this turn, yeah. and it looks awesome. I cannot fucking wait Call for Friday night. Oh, another trailer I saw that came out. Um, oh, fucking, like, was it Horrible Bosses or something like that? It's uh, the yeah, guy who directed yeah, King with- of Kong and has a. It's uh, who's in it? It's, Jason um, Bateman's in it, right? Jason Bateman. Oh yeah, I, I didn't see the trailer. Jason I didn't. Sudeikis, no. Jason Sudeikis. Yeah, yeah. Uh, the guy, Danny, or what's the guy from um, Always Sunny in Philadelphia that yells a lot? Mm. Danny DeVito. No, no, no. Like the <laughs> one of the main dudes. I can't remember his name. Charlie Day. Charlie Day. The the person that everyone says that looks like my brother. <laughs> I get that a lot. You and Charlie Day look a lot alike. But I, I also get lead singer of Muse. Really? Mm-hmm. I get a, a singer De- uh, December's. I get Eugene Levy's fat nephew. Colin Malloy. Colin Malloy, yeah, yeah. There's... Eugene Levy's fat nephew. Yeah. Who's uh, who's dumb and weird enough to say that? <laughs> Three times I've heard that. Who would say that? Does he have a fat nephew? I don't know. They you, would if, if he had one, you would look like that guy. Yeah. yeah. And yeah. everyone would be weird because uh, why is this guy's nephew look more like him, his uncle, than his dad? You, right? You look like his fat nephew, Thaddeus Levy. Yeah. <laughs> No, he wouldn't even have Levy as a last name. It's a different. It's a different. Yeah, it's uh, his sister's. I'm his sister's kid. Yeah. Oh, okay. <laughs> yeah. So many flaws in that thing. <laughs> Listen, Eugene Levy didn't have to do every American Pie sequel. No, he didn't. But he's still doing the new one. He's doing. Well, this They're is uh, all this is doing the, it. This is the reboot. Yeah. This is the guys who wrote uh, Harold and Kumar right in this one. Is it a reboot or is it a sequel? Mm. It's Good a question. sequel, I guess. <laughs> a Sieg boot. Sieg boot. It's a sea boot. I yeah. think it's a let's ignore everything past American Pie, American Wedding. Oh well, no. I mean that's stuff that there, that's it's just in the same world, but it has nothing to do with the characters. What are you talking about? The new new one? No, no, no. Like those other ones, like Bandcamp and all that stuff. But I'm pretty sure like there was a new Stifler or something. Or maybe that, I don't no, know. It was, I it never was Stifler's saw brother. Them. Stifler's oh, okay. brother. I never yeah. saw them. So. Didn't you like this? The trailer for the you know fucking DVD, straight to DVD movies like. You're Stifler's brother, and then that's, and then they go, and then they go on from there. Boing. And then he drinks yeah. cum in a beer, Erection. Yeah, yeah, yeah. and then they know that it's him. Yeah, exactly. It's surprising to me that I am here right now, all casual, when today, which we're recording this on Sunday, uh, my book is due tomorrow. Oh yeah, that's right. I meant to try to give you, make you nervous about that. <laughs> I'm actually going to finish. Yeah, I finished every. I finished all of the major revisions on Friday, and so I've spent the last couple days. I I just I started over and I'm just going I'm just combing through every page to make sure I'm comfortable with all of the language. That's awesome. How many times are we mentioned in it? 
You do get mentioned in the book. Hey. You do get mentioned in the book. I guess I'll read it. Here's what never to do. And then... <laughs> <laughs> Lay out my last, the last seven years of my life. <laughs> yeah. No, no, you guys do get mentioned in the book. Yeah. You get mentioned in the book. Uh, but uh, yeah, so I'm about halfway through making sure that I'm comfortable, that everything makes sense and that, you know, and yeah. that uh, I, I like the way it's... Send a copy to my lawyer and, uh, you know... <laughs> Make sure it's all good. You have a lawyer? No. I want to get one. If <laughs> okay. anyone out there is listening. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we uh, we had, what was that guy the um with the video games uh to deploy? To Dave the Atari. The guy, the guy, the guy that emailed us about giving away, giving video games away. To the troops. <laughs> What, uh, I'm, I'm going to say I enjoyed Dave Atari, but it doesn't deserve that. It doesn't deserve what Matt's given. It right it's funny to me. I don't know. Dave Atari. <laughs> yeah, he's the guy that started. I'm looking uh, up your. Uh, I'm looking up your emails right now. Once a podcast, Chris gets me. <laughs> Video games deployed to troops could use some nerdist love. Here's the email right here. Yeah, basically, there's this company or, or, or this guy. Really, I think it's, I think it might just be a guy. But he wants video games. Well, he he likes to he likes to every every so often send care packages of video games uh, to an infantry unit in Afghanistan. Cool. Uh, so I'm pulling up that website right now, so I you can get send some. So you can get information. Plenty, for that. actually. Yeah, actually, I have I have quite a few as yeah. well. I have quite a few as well. I sure wish I got sent more video games than weird uh, sci-fi erotic thriller novels that I keep getting. <laughs> that have literally covered covered every sector. Sector. There's like a werewolf one, a vampire one, a witch one. There's pirates. Wow. Are they? Are is it clear on the cover that they're erotic? Oh yes. Yeah. All right. There's I mean, ima- imagine the imagine the classic um, Fabio covers, mm. but <laughs> there's like I was a doing werewolf. that before you said that. I was already imagining that would yeah. explain the masturbating. Danielle Steele presents. You guys hear about that Google Chrome netbook? Hey, yeah. I did hear about it. Yeah. Gonna get it. I love I love Google Chrome. I use it on uh, I use it on both my work computer oh, and my Mac weird. at home. That's stupid. Why? It's good. Safari's better. No, it's not. No, it's not. Why is it? My company man, Matt. Well, now, now say your mother to Jonah. <laughs> I just want to hear you guys. So if you go to fronttowardsgamer.com and you look up uh, Operation Ooh, Companion oh, it's Cube, very, it's very consuming. Of you. Was in the middle of a sentence. Operation Supply Drops Companion Cube. Target acquired. Yes. That's what you look up, and you can you can see get information on how to donate games that you're not playing anymore. Operation. Which is a really good idea because yeah. there there are people in Afghanistan, and it may surprise you to hear that there is not an Afghani GameStop that they can just pop in. No. And <laughs> they've been there for a long time, so a lot of games that not you anymore. might find old are probably you know they haven't even had a chance to get into them. Yes, yes. So please send video games to the troops to distract them from where they are and what they have to do. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> they deserve Give them video games with games. fake murder so they can... <laughs> yeah. And you know what? When You know what? Take a picture of your tits and put them in the game thing. Yeah. Uh, All right. Put, put I don't know the if case. they'll like it. You know. They're pretty hairy. You don't know. Yeah. Why don't you shave? Shave your tits, man. <laughs> I used to shave my chest. And... Really? Yeah. What? Because it gets so... It gets so... What? So what? So I do that sometimes too, like Jonah. I would cut it down to here. I wouldn't go the whole thing. Oh, I would okay. Cut it down to like I had there. to do that because I wore I wore a Fucking... uh, I wore a shirt on a tag of show the other day, and I had this tuft of chest hair yeah. sticking out well, in the V. Not good. And so I was like, ah, oh, that's gross. So I just went meh, yeah. and I create. And then when I took my shirt off, it looked like a reverse dicky. So like nice. there was this negative space here, and then yeah. everything else. And I was like, ah, shit. So then I just went through and shaved the whole thing. Which I say, as someone who exercises pretty mm-hmm. frequently, be- being hairy and sweating is gross. To it me. is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, believe me. You're talking to Captain Harry Sweaty. 
Captain Harry Sweaty. Hi guys. Captain, I'm here from Captain Harry <laughs> of the Here Super. It's pronounced Sweaty. <laughs> how's your uh, How's your part timing going so far, Matthew? Uh, it's uh, you know, it's going. I like it a lot. Yeah, I really do. I feel. I mean, but granted, it's been a week. Right. So. So you're not freaking out. I'm not sure, but I do. So far, it's been. You great. got your open mic tonight. Yep. Got some stuff done. Got some writing done on Thursday. Did you get a couple pages. I'm gonna try to. If I finish the book. Tonight, I uh, hope you do. Then I will. I will drop by, and you'll know people if he has finished the book because this will air after. <laughs> I have no choice. I have to finish the book. There's no like. You sure? Yes, I'm positive. Have you talked to them? Like, contractually, you I have nicely, to finish the book. Oh. Contractually, I do have to finish well, the book. No, I am gonna. I am gonna finish. Right. You don't have a lawyer yet, Matthew. All right, but I could get one. Well, you might get one off this podcast. Again, yes, by the time might, this airs. <laughs> yeah, you might. You might get. I would love to see Eugene Levy as your lawyer That'd and be... uncle. Your Honor, my client. Uh. <laughs> Did you ever see a movie called Going Berserk in the 1980s? No. no. It was John Candy and Joe Flaherty, and uh, and Eugene Levy is in it, and Eugene Levy plays this uh, porn slash film producer <laughs> called uh, Sal Di Pasquale, and he has this assistant who can't pronounce his name. She's like, "That's great, Mister Di Pasquale," and he just, just shouts at her, "Di Pasquale, <laughs> moron!" Like it's just classic Eugene Levy. That's awesome. Going berserk. Going berserk. Classic Levy. Classic Levy, which is a movie that they shot just as an excuse to go to Bora Bora. <laughs> and Bora Bora is not at all in the movie. It's just in the beginning. It's all the John Candy's just the king of this Bora Bora tribe. That's awesome. And it's like, I bet you're wondering how I got here. And then the rest <laughs> of the movie is just all <laughs> low <is> concept. <laughs> all in Chicago. Uh, yeah, going berserk. It's a fun movie. Totally fun, fun 80s comedy movie. Uh, what else you guys got going on this week? I don't know. what I'm trying to think what I do. I don't do anything. Oh, well, you know, I just... Because the thing is, it's like Monday nights, I, uh, I got, I'm got i editing uh, WebSoup stuff. And then Tuesday nights, you know, we do the taping. And then I just, you know, go home and get some sleep because I hadn't gotten some any of the night before. Wednesday nights, I got uh, the Meltdown show. Mm. That takes me out every night. And then, like, Thursday night, I try to, like, just do, like, a set somewhere. What's the Meltdown show? Meltdown show is my weekly comedy show with Kamel Nanjiani with co-producer Emily Gordon. And every week we have great comics. Last week we had Patton Oswalt on. He did his, uh, he did like over an hour of his new material that he's working on his Showtime special. Holy shit. It was a lot of fun. A lot of fun. Did he not have a good set? <laughs> no, he had a great set. <laughs> of course he does. It's Patton. Yeah. Uh, but there were, there, there were times where there was like just obviously stuff he was kind of working through and trying to figure out. He taped it last night, right? I think Seattle. so. Yeah, did yeah. he really? Yeah. yeah my where did he tape it? In Seattle. I don't know where in Seattle. But I, I don't know. When the, well, not the showbox. I can't remember where. My That's where went. I'm performing at the showbox. Yeah, my friend went. With Kamel. Oh, really? Yeah. Nice. Kamel's coming to perform with me at the showbox June That's 4th. great. In Seattle. In Seattle. Hey, Jonah? Yes. It's a question. question. It's hey, a comment. I'm tired. Yeah, it's great. great. It's a comment. Just go skim. I'm sorry. Did you say it's cum skim? It's cum skim. Cum skim. That's gross. That's yeah, it's when it's when like it's rumpled cum skim. No, it's you have a cup of it and it's the stuff you take off. Some people like and that's it. what Stifler drinks, and that's how you know it's Stifler. Yeah, exactly. Are you really Stifler? And then he drinks the cum beer, and then mm. you're like, you're Stifler. You're Stifler after Talk all. Talk about the pale ale, right, fellas? All right. I believe that was the joke <laughs> in the movie. All right. Let's get this party going. Let's get this party started. All right, this is from James Q. Uh, Murphy on the on started. the uh, on the comments thread at nerdist.com slash Quemens. Question for Jonah. Do you watch the animated series regular show? They recently aired a zombie episode and wanted to hear his take on it. 
No, it probably sucked. There you go. <laughs> I don't know. I don't. I don't know what the what's the regular show. Does anyone else know? Don't know. I haven't seen it. What is it? I don't know. I don't know. See, I don't. It's probably one of the seventy Adult Swim shows. Is it? Do you think? That's what I think. I don't know. <laughs> I really don't know. Ah, uh, it's possible they got it right. <laughs> sorry, I'm sorry that I. What's sorry, it Jimmy Murphy. This is fun. Here we go. This is from. Uh, Schmaniel. Schmaniel. Hey, nerds, just listened to the Ed Helms episode and had to share something truly glorious. As a brain tumor slash cancer survivor myself... Mm-hmm. Oh, shut up! Well... <laughs> <laughs> sorry. I was... Um, so, anyway... <laughs> sorry, that's all... That's all, uh, that's all Matt Myra. Me, Matt Myra. <laughs> um, shut up, Jonah. <laughs> People I will uh, he, he was this, so he was subject to countless phenomenon in kindergarten cops jokes, references, and questions. Really? <laughs> you would do that to a, someone with a brain tumor? Hey, I guess it is a tumor. Like that's uh, why yeah. would you do that to someone? I would. I was just. I would just say, get back to the magic carpet. I mean, your hospital bed. This uh, did he frequent? He frequented searches for trivia and other nonsense, which led to a magical discovery: phenomenon two. But just because it's called part two, don't for a second think that it's a sequel. No, it is a made-for-TV remake, and it is shitacular. Point number one, the progression of his powers is comically accelerated. Well, I don't know how that comically accelerated. Okay. He can move two sunglasses around in a circle on a yep, table? that's right. That would be faster. <laughs> uh, two, he has a couple new powers, including an advanced healing factor and the ability to defy the laws of radio waves. He hypothesizes that the healing factor will essentially keep the tumor in a state of flux, slowing its growth without curing it and thus erasing his powers. All right. It features Terry O'Quinn as an FBI agent. Hey. I don't know if any of this happened. This might be Chris, a byproduct of the Burns rumor. Chris, did you say uh, this was a fun one? <laughs> he, says he, he said uh, he could easily name a dozen others, including self-erasing emails, a kid who fakes autism, and the pre-tumor scenes leading to the audience to believe that George is mentally retarded. The Doc character, previously played by Robert Duvall, is now played by a random old codger um, uh, and has a weekly riddle. I don't know what that means. Immediately after seeing The Flash, George doesn't hesitate to correctly guess th- this week's riddle, to which his friends and family react with their utter disbelief at the point of insisting he'd heard it before. What was this impossible riddle? I have two coins in my pocket that add up to 35 cents. One of them isn't a dime. What are they? I made sure to record it when it aired on Lifetime and haven't seen it available anywhere else since. I have copies if you'd like to bask in the glow of this masterpiece. Wow, that does sound like a pretty good bad movie. I don't think it does. Uh, well, hey, I'm sorry for your brain tumor, and I'm sorry, Schmanuel, that uh, Jonah made fun of your brain tumor. He clearly has no respect for uh, the awesome power that of mortality. Yeah, no, it's really it's 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 awesome. I just uh, <laughs> I don't know. My brain usually goes to be like to the the, the biggest asshole, the worst <laughs> place possible. Yeah, I know yeah. mine does too. Yeah, yeah. Uh, but listen, this guy Schmanuel's okay. Yeah, that's, like. that's good. So. He's typing emails, and I mean, except for the hallucinating fake sequels. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But other than that, he what seems if he's fun. not typing them? What if he's just looking into a screen with his eye, and then his pupil is matching with the letter, and he's paralyzed? Yeah, I'm sorry. I don't know if that's. It didn't. He didn't make any mention of that. You'd think that'd be at least <laughs> the second thing. Yeah. Well, it takes a lot to type that one thing. The next equipment comes from Amanda. This equipment is for Matt. Hey. Have you ever? Have you been moonlighting as the voice talent for radio ads? No. I commute to work every day in the San Francisco Bay Area and keep hearing an ad for. A, a once-a-day dieting pill with a guy, <laughs> with a guy who sounds exactly <laughs> like you. Fat. I can't remember what the pills were called Wait, though. What, Chris? I, I guess it's not what you say. I sound fat. Is that what you just said? That that's what it sounds like she's saying. <laughs> yeah, that's what it sounds like she's saying. I should have hashtagged that in my in my term because that's what it sounds like. <laughs> like I heard a guy on a diet ad and he sounds like you. Well, 
I guess it's not a very good ad, and I guess it's not a very good equipment. <laughs> Keep up the great work. Listen, guys. I am available for voice work if you would like. You got voice work right here, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> you didn't um, have to audition yeah, for this one. Yeah. Um, a lot of a lot, we get a lot of like tweets and stuff like that. It's like, hey, are you were you in a commercial? Or did you is your voice this thing? Is are you have you blah blah blah? We, no, we don't do anything else. No. And we're not this, we don't sound alike. I don't think we sound alike. I don't think so either. No, we definitely do not sound alike. They know people no, accuse you, us. You too. they know us. I don't know. They have a, they they think we're different. All right, Jonah. Yeah, this is from James Hawley. Uh, he's been listening for a few months and wanted to send you a choice of what fictional weapon you would have in a zombie invasion. A fictional which he weapon. He didn't bother to put a parenthetical that that might also be fictional. Uh, you may only choose one. Good luck. A portal gun, a lightsaber, the Iron Man suit, a dog that shoots out killer bees when it barks, a gravity hammer, a Mario star, a Pikachu. Okay, well, the dog that shoots out bees when it barks is a Simpsons reference. Yes. Um, when the Simpsons bark, they shoot bees at you? Yeah. But yeah, but everything else is a reference from something else, so it's yeah, fair that you would true. have a Simpsons. That's true. Um, shit. Wouldn't I'm going to be... go, uh, go Iron Man right. suit. Good. I guess that's too. They wouldn't be able to bite you. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, Iron Man suit would probably be the best one. Yeah. Oh, and you could fuck them up with your uh, with the yeah. pulsing, the repulsor ray. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, you know, the say, lightsaber would be cool and helpful because you kind of just you know, lop off heads, you know, yeah. with it really easily. But in the, in the uh, in the the interest in continuing on in a world full of zombies, to be able to fly away from a situation, to be able to have the extra strength, uh, to be able to not get bit. These are all things. So the a portal gun would just let you jump around. Like, you need something to... Yeah, yeah. No, that's like... Yeah, what, are you going to fucking jump in one portal and out of another portal that has more zombies in that area? But why, well, I wonder what a Pikachu would do. What do you think a lightning mouse could do? Pikachu would eat the whole... Wouldn't it eat... Doesn't Pikachu eat things? No, he shoots lightning. I don't know what he does. And a Mario I Star. I never followed Pokemon. Mario Star is temporary. It doesn't <laughs> last forever. Yep. <laughs> it's just like life, man. Right? Life is a Mario star. Nothing lands forever in the cold old Mario star. That should be the when, when Mario. That should be the song that plays when Mario hits a star instead of. It should be like. Nothing lasts forever. I am in cold November rain. That would be awesome. Someone's got to make that on YouTube. Slash. Put that on YouTube. Wait, you know what? Make that video and send it to me, and I'll put it on the new the Nerdist YouTube page. That church in that, that church in that uh, video is the one on Third and Wilton. Oh, yeah, yeah. Hmm. Now, that's a fun little trivia for us. The three of us. Of the audience. The yeah. three of us. Uh, Gravity Hammer. I don't know. Yeah, I, I think Iron Man suit. Iron Man suit. Yeah, that's yeah, obviously yeah. the answer. Yeah, because it's it's multi-purposeful. Let me ask you this though. Do you you have an arc reactor then? Oh yeah. What? I... That's a good question. Because does it drain immediately? Wait, no, no. Then how does uh how does uh, what's his face do it? Um, War Machine. Uh, it has its own power source. Like, so it's then, not built into him. So yeah, then I would have a version of that. Then. Okay. Yeah, well, you, now you're you, asking you, for War you Machine. You would have to you would have to have the arc reactor technology in your chest for yeah, the. Yeah. So, so I'll just so well. Ooh, hmm. I mean, I would take it, but I mean, if you mean by Iron Man outfit, I could also have War Machine. Then yeah, I'll do that. I would take War Machine over Iron Man. Yeah. Would you really? Wouldn't you? Yeah, Iron Man's just a little more fashionable and sleek for my. Yeah, it's, yeah, it, yeah, no, but that's not way in, in a in a pinch zombie situation. You also need to be light on your feet. Yeah, yeah I'd rather, I'd rather have regular be. Iron Man. Suit. You can fly and shoot missiles. Hey, listen to this. If you're fucking Tony Stark, you've got all of them. Yeah, 
It's true. All right. But All right. this didn't say you would be Tony Stark. It just said you would just have the Iron Man suit. And like I have no idea how to use it or get into it. Oh, and that's oh, like great, greatest American Iron Man. I'm fiddling with it and they're all attacking me. Like you're the greatest American hero. But you'll have, uh, <laughs> like, you'll have his butler assistant in your head talking to you. Right? His butler assistant? What's his butler? What's Jeeves? his computer? His computer's no. called Jeeves now. Je- Everyone's yelling at their fucking iPod right now. Hang on a sec. Jarvis. 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 I'm, I want to. I want to do a count. Uh, the, the the our go to name right now for the season of uh, Web Soup for fake names has, has been Garvin, and I want to. Fred wanna Garvin, do, male prostitute. Fred Garvin. We just used that one in the last episode. Was, I, I was just watching a rerun from this season and that uh, the indie movie sketch when you fucking throw the quote up with Blaine Capatch. <laughs> Yes, yes. So yeah, Blaine wasn't. <laughs> Blaine was actually like on like a uh, like out of town on some family business, and I was like, I was like, man, I want him to have. I still want him to have some kind of presence on this episode. So we came up with a really uh, like a really that was so funny. like a pun review. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I have that. I have a picture of that. Still of that saved on my phone. Uh, he's the new Sack Braff playing Sack Capatch. Braff. Sack Braff. <laughs> Did you guys see Talking Funny? I've no. halfway through. Halfway through. I started it. I really like. I saw it right before I was about to go to bed, and I was like, "Oh, I'm just gonna watch the first ten minutes," and I did, and it's, it's, it's great. It's great. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It's awesome. It's funny too because it's like everyone's like talking about their long history in comedy, and then it gets to Gervais, and he's you know he's been doing he's been doing stand up for know, four years, five yeah. years. Yeah, you know. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, just Seinfeld, Chris Rock, and Louis C.K. You could not pick three harder working comics yeah. in the business. Yeah, exactly. Who for decades. Have just been, I mean, you know, like Louis C.K., when he was writing on Conan, would, I mean, you know how tired you are after writing just on fucking Web Soup. That's not even yeah, a daily show. It's not a daily, yeah, exactly. He would write every day on Conan and, and go then out. go out and do sets. That's what Jeselnik was doing when he was on Fallon. He would, he would go out and do multiple shows a night after working on monologues all day for Fallon. And I was just, I was like, he's all, yeah, it sucked, but I, you know, I did it. Ruined two relationships, but I, you know, it's fucking worth it. <laughs> Yeah, that's what. Uh, so Matthew, that's what you. That, that's what you're looking, looking forward you to. Look forward to. Yeah, you know, it's Ugh. it's it's different. It's different than you know when you have like a just a, a job job. It's like you know like like it's. I remember like just having the worst day at work sometimes than yeah. some other jobs I had. But like I was still my brain wasn't being used as much, and I would go out and I would have this all this brain capacity to do stand up. Yeah. As opposed to like now, where it's just like I'm like I you know. The output of your brain is so much higher. You just gotta save a little Listen, corner for your stand up. I sometimes at work I get fucking fried by yeah. by well you're problem solving idiots. all day. Yeah, you're opening up machines and uh, replacing <sighs> things and yeah. putting other things in there. Like right now, Chris is doing like more stand up than ever, and he's also writing the book. I just fucking so I, can, I can't imagine the. <laughs> I'm pretty great. Also building. No, no, no. You're, you're a shell of a man. <laughs> you're a shell of a man. <laughs> Who said that? I can't remember the last time you blinked. Who said that? <laughs> Jonah? <laughs> Is that you? I can't tell. Come closer. Yeah, it's it's not the being it's not the staying busy. It's not being busy that's hard. It's the slowing down that's hard. Yeah. yeah. Then you have that, Do you not that look forward anxiety. to that? What? You don't look forward to slowing down? No. That's and it's like, important too. Yeah. It's very important to do that, and I don't look forward to it. Wow. I don't look forward to it because it's very hard. It's sort of like um it's it, it, it feels like if you're sprinting. And then mm-hmm. you just decide to stop all of a sudden. Do mm. you just fall on your face? Yeah. So it, you know, like it would take, it would, it would really take me a week to decompress. Yeah. It would probably take at least a full week. 
for me to really like slow well, down do you and guys get into the rhythm. When do you even have that? I don't, and I really yeah. should take the time to When's do that. Is Web Soup going on break anytime soon? N- at the end of June, I think. That's like mm-hmm. the end of our 18th episode run. Yeah. Know? Holy shit. Already? Right? Yeah. Yeah, we're, we're, we're halfway through. through. Yeah, halfway we're through. through. Wow. And we just, like, I feel like we're finally getting into the rhythm. Because we had, like, you know, the, the the premiere, and then we had this fucking specials we had to do. Yeah. Yep. And then, like, it's like, it's so we have these weird schedules, but now we're on this, like, normal schedule. Then we got E3 coming up, so that's going to, you know. E3 is going to be fun, though. Everything's gonna be fun. Comic Con's gonna be fun. Comic Con. We're gonna have some good stuff. I want to go to one of those. <laughs> Montreal. Montreal. Are allowed to say that? Uh, yeah, they've been tweeting it. Oh, okay. Yeah. Yes, I will be performing in Montreal <laughs> for just for laughs. Je prairie. Je prairie. Um. Yeah. No, I mean these weekends. Désolé, un American stupide. Every time I think I'm weekends? like these weekends, oh. I just I, I it's weird because you know I, I all week I'm just I'm like I'm like man I'm gonna get some stuff done for myself on the weekend and then the weekend comes and all I want to do is sit around and watch fucking movies. Right now it's weird for me because I have that like as it stands right now I have Wednesday Thursday off. Well, yeah, that's your weekend. And it's like two days. Can I make in a, a recommendation row. to you? I've never had two days in a row yeah. off. Can in I make a recommendation five years. to you? Please. Uh, just schedule an hour of work time for yourself on the weekend. Put it in your calendar. Yeah, one to two on Saturday. You got to work and pretend that it's you have to do it. Yeah, because if you schedule it, then it'll feel like it's a little more real. That's true. To what yeah, you're yeah. doing, as opposed to like if you rely on yourself, like oh, I'll just get around to it. You won't do it. Yeah, but then at the same time, I'll you know I'll use that as a, a reason to not do laundry. I I, <laughs> I just go for walks. Well, you know, laundry, these machines, you don't have to do it outside by hand anymore. You just put them in a machine, and then it's done. Yeah, but Chris, I'm in an apartment living. I'm not sure if you remember. You have to walk down the stairs and have to wait for someone else Jonah, to Jonah, all you have to do is walk past your rec room uh, <laughs> to your underground yeah. laundry facility yeah, exactly. in Low your key. house. Yeah. And then when your housekeeper comes in, you just have her fold it all. <laughs> I used to just fluff and fold all the time. When I didn't, before I had in-unit washer and dryer, I used to just... Yeah, I do fluff and fold. It's hard to resist doing it once. It's like a drug. It's like like unit fluff and fold sounds so hot. It is. Yeah. Sir? That's the cough button, not the belch button. (laughs) Well, it still works, and I use it all the time. (laughs) All the time. (laughs) Um, Well, is Comic-Con? Like, I can't... Can I... I can still, theoretically, get a pass, right? Remember that last time we told you to go online and... uh, and like register. I got busy. I'm trying to get media passes for Nerdist. All right. I don't know if that will work. Hmm. I'd imagine we get them. Can't you just have like a Discovery Channel make you lead a panel again and then they'll give one to him? Yes, I'll, I'll just one. have Discovery Channel yeah. put me on a panel. I understand a how this I works. Don't, I don't work for. I understand how this works, and you can do that, right? I listen. If That's someone how asked, I got it last time, if someone asked me to moderate a panel, I will moderate a panel. Please ask him to moderate a panel, and then he'll have to record it, and then I'll go, and then the batteries will die, and have to get it off their DVD. Oh, man. <laughs> First world problems. Seven. Oh, you know what's on uh, Instant Watch right now? What? Mr. Science Theater, the movie. I did oh, see that. Oh, is it? Yeah. Finally. It's uh, it's it. Yeah, it's not this that much Island of a difference. Earth. It's not that much of a difference for me because I, I, I have the video file on my phone, yeah. on my iPod, yeah, on my yeah. computer. I have it because I, it's, you know, one of my most watched movies of all time. But if you haven't ever seen Mystery Science Theater three thousand, the movie, which is where they use this island Earth, mm-hmm. and it's it's one of the best episodes they ever made. It's it's great. It's, oh, it's so good. Yeah, so good. packed full of jokes. It's 
my first uh, record is like based off a line from This Island Earth because of how into the movie I was. Getting ready to record my next seven inch. What You're is that one? Do another seven. I'm gonna do another seven inch on AST Records called. Uh, um, this one's gonna be called uh, Mr. Magic Plain Person. <laughs> and uh, yeah, it's gonna be another little short EP on vinyl and on digital download, just like my last one. Nice. I admire your uh, Moxie. Okay. Yeah, I just vinyl. yeah. I think it's I I I eventually want to put out three and then do like a whole you know packaged uh, thing for all three of them. Very smart. Yeah. yeah. Very smart of you. I think I'm going to record an hour special later this year. Nice. Yeah. I've been wondering when you're going to do it. Even, even. Well, I think it's going to be later this year, because it'll force <laughs> me to burn through all of the material that I've been doing the last couple of years. Yeah. And then um, start afresh. And then just start all over again. I know yeah. where you can start every Sunday night. Come on down. I am going to come by the. I am going to come by Matt Myers Day off at the meltdown. Yeah. You should too, Jonah Ray. Yeah, it will force me to you know write some new fucking jokes. Come tonight. I'll make you do three minutes. Three. Just, just three. I'm supposed to if talk. you don't want to do, you can do as much time as you want. Yeah, an hour. Yeah, well, tons of sketches on Web Soup this week. Yeah, there's a anime, like a cartoon, a weird cartoon that uh, Wade made for it. Uh, this this week, um, we're doing uh, all kinds of just tons of weird, weird things, weird, weird things. <laughs> it's a really weird, fucking awesome, awkward episode. Weird, not soup. awkward, but like it's just it's like it's one of our more like fucked up, like weird, awesome episodes. Good. Yeah. Yeah, I like that. The last one was the highest rated episode ever, I think. Nice. What? Yeah, isn't that weird? Yeah, it is weird because no one ever tells me things <laughs> like that. I just assume, like, I guess we're doing okay. No, I just, I heard from, like, uh, someone on X-Play. They just, like, it's like, hey, good numbers. Like, highest ever, huh? And what? I was like, I don't, my bosses don't tell me this. Which is pretty amazing no considering we're not on yeah. direct TV right now. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Imagine if we were. <laughs> You'd have I tried to because I have direct TV so I can't watch my own fucking show. Yeah. It's been good. It's been good. Thanks. <laughs> I mean, not like I, okay, yes, yeah, sometimes I do go home and watch my own show. But I try to watch it from another, like, the same way that I think it's good. I, it's, not, it's not for vanity reasons, but it's the same reason you should listen to your sets. You record yeah. your sets. It's because it's, I think it's good because a lot of people who do stand-up or who do shows are like, I can't watch myself. And then yeah. I kind of feel like, but you, you need to get the perspective of yourself as an audience member. Yeah. Like, removed. You need to watch you... And have it be removed from you. Yeah, yeah. No, I mean, I watch the uh, I watch the sketches um, and you know a lot of the stuff on. But you know, sometimes I'll, I realize that a lot of jokes were getting lost in the video bits because you know they just continue on while the laughter goes over it. Yeah, and you can't hear stuff. So uh, sometimes you know new information will come up during a laugh, and then the next thing is based off of that information that was brought up, and then it's not there's no context to it. Motherfucker. Yeah. So the one time I tried doing a video where I like left. You know, spots where people could laugh, and then it wasn't the I didn't it wasn't a very good one, and so there was just these gaps, and I was just like, I never again. No, never. I'm, not, again. I'm making this for someone watching it on their computer. No, nope, just put it up there and let people get the jokes they're gonna get. Yeah, yeah, exactly. That's all you gotta do. Don't try to don't try to make videos for a live audience. It is weird. Uh, well, we're in an hour. This is good. It's a good host <laughs> this week. I just can't stop thinking about the. I just can't yeah, stop thinking no. about all the writing that I have to do. No, no, I can't. I don't, I don't like blame the, you. The Marx Brothers used to because they did their. Like uh, their first like three or four movies were, we're all like were all plays. Broadway plays, yeah. yeah. So they had it timed perfectly for the laughs. So in the movie, it's all timed out. Yeah. So they would know they would have actions they would know yep. to do to wait for yep. the audience at home uh, to stop laughing. Yeah. No. No. They were fucking. They were fucking mathematicians when it came to comedy. Yeah. You should read if anybody out there. You can. I don't know if you can probably get it somewhere. I think it might even be on Kindle, but you should or read. Or a bookstore? Or, well, it's a not book in print. It's not, book in, store? it's not in print anymore. Uh, 
Groucho's uh, autobiography. It's not in print anymore? No. That's a shame. No, it's not in print. But, no, you'd uh, really think one of the greatest comedy legends of all yeah. time, they would bother to print this fucking book. Yeah, exactly. But I do think you can get it on Kindle, and I highly recommend it. All right, I have to go finish writing my book I so that go, I will uh, have a book to yeah. put out in the fall. I'm going to go write some jokes. Which, by the way, I pointed NerdistWay.com to the book. Oh, cool. If you want to pre-order it. I expect you both to pre <laughs> I don't expect you and, you and Matt to No, no, it's in my shopping cart. I will give you both a copy of the book, Matt and Jonah. I think I want to keep the numbers up, so I'm going to buy it. Oh, you're sweet. Yeah, I, I make. I try to do that. I try to like. I'm going to get one of the signing. Yeah, the Barnes and Noble signing you'll yeah. eventually have. You're not. Do you expect there. me to buy your seven inch now? Because that be really weird. Oh, I guess. Well, that's fine. I, whatever. I mean, I'll uh. I, I'll buy two. I'll buy two, Chris. So no, 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 no. You no. buy one. No, I'll buy two. That way, you don't have to buy one of his. Thanks, Jonah. Mm, I'll buy a hundred of your seven inches. Hey, I won't. That's a lot of money. That's true. You'll be wealthy by then. <laughs> it's gonna be on colored vinyl. Collector the. Hey, 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 hey! Colored vinyl only. Come on. <laughs> it's African American vinyl. 2011. I'm sorry. African American vinyl. <laughs> be a great name for a label. Yeah, it would be for uh, it's yeah, but not for not for white kids. Not for white they would kids. Would look like assholes. Don't take it. Don't but take if you're it. if you're one of the uh, if you're one of the blurs in the audience, I was watching African American yeah. vinyl. Speaking of white kids, I was watching Dave Matthews and Tim Reynolds Radio City Music Hall Blu-ray last night. Sure, why wouldn't you? Of course. And uh, the audience the audience shots Jonah. are cringeworthy. Jonah, wake up, Jonah. What? what Jonah, what? Jonah, Jonah. What? The story's almost over. Oh, thank it God! Was... I had this horrible dream that Matt was talking about Dave Matthews Band again. So on Blu-ray. Yeah, so you could you could really see the strings on that fiddle. No, no, no. It was just Dave and Tim. It was acoustic. Oh, you could acoustic. really see the strings on that fiddle. Mm. <laughs> he is a talented musician. He's he really great. Is. No, he's, he's a fantastic a, guitarist. He is. He's you know amazing. who's a really fucking talented musician? Who? Andrew Bird. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. If you ever get a chance to see Andrew Bird live, all loops. Fucking take it. It's incredible. His drummer uh, is this guy Dosh, who uh, comes from the uh, hip hop world of. Uh, was he on Dosh Point he was not uh, Doge he Dosh. I'm not, sure, I'm not sure how it's actually said, but Doge Dosh is some of that. But he also works with uh, Y. Uh, but uh, he plays drums for Andrew Bird, and he does this like the same stuff. Andrew Bird will like loop, uh, you know, like him plucking on his violin, mm -hmm. and then you know play and start playing stuff over yeah. that. While the drummer will do the same thing, he'll put make a break beat uh, live on the sit and loop it and continue on. It's fucking a great live show. Great live show. Yeah, Andrew Bird is is phenomenal. I like loop pedals. I like people who use loop pedals. I always find it fascinating. Yeah. Like What's, Katie, if you ever see KT Tunstall, you might not enjoy her music, but I think she's fantastic live. I've seen her a couple times, but when she uses that loop pedal, yeah, fucking cool. It's really good. Uh, what's a what's a good what's a good album people should listen to right now? Yeah, um, I, I'm trying to think of. Well, we already talked about all the new releases that came out, uh, like Man Man's new album, which is great. Um, Armchair Apocrypha is a good. Uh, that's the yeah, that's Bird album from like 2006, I believe, which is a great great album. Um, the new Lonely Island is actually like pretty good. A couple, you know, a couple bummer tracks, but that's about it. Um, there's a band called The Burning Hell, uh, and they have an album called Flux Capacitor. Okay. And um, there's a uh, there's a song about nostalgia where he ends up going into uh, you know talking about uh, the Lost Boys and Kiefer Sutherland and how he wants to be a, a vampire like Kiefer Sutherland, not like Max, the guy who runs a video store. <laughs> 
And um, he says, but like uh, his friend who was really way more into Tim Capello, the, <laughs> the saxophone player. And then the song goes into a saxophone solo. Oh, the beef, the beefcake saxophone player yeah, that they go Tim to. Tim Capello. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but there's some other songs. And like, you know, of course, there's like, it's, it's a very, the guy uh, understands that nostalgia is, he, he, he references it as being uh, like a drug. Um, or no, he says, no, it's like, it says nostalgia is like, is, is a fake disease like fibromyalgia, but instead of um, phantom pain, it's phantom joy. You're not really sure where it comes from, but you just feel better. Whoa. Yeah, yeah, it's a kind of it's a cool point. It's I like deep. You guys. I'm a pretty nostalgic guy, so um, I love it when you say that. Black Moth Super Rainbow has a new new album out that's uh, doing pretty good. That I, I I've been enjoying it. Yeah, nothing too crazy. Nothing too crazy out. I love it. Yeah. Well, I, I, as always, like I appreciate your I, I appreciate you keeping me tethered to the the cool music. Uh, poll. You know, it's weird. I'll get uh, people on Twitter saying, you and your hipster music, and I'm trying to understand what hipster music is. Because music people haven't heard of that sounds good. Do you think that that's what that's it is? That's what they think it is. Yeah. yeah. So it's, t- it's tough, you know. I, I, like, it's like I'm trying to you know, tell people. I haven't heard of that. It sounds good. Hipster. Hipster music. <laughs> I don't I don't know. I, I, uh, you know, I wouldn't categorize you as a hipster because you genuinely like things. Yeah. Well, here's the thing. A hipster, and I think we talked about this before, uh, it's it's not anything really. It's even less than the hippies were, and the hippies was just a uh, a small movement that became a fashion trend. And I think the the, the hipsters are the, kind of a similar, similar thing, yeah. but it's it, it was never a movement. It was a style that became a fashion trend. Well, hip, you know what's interesting about hipsters is that I think hipsters are essentially um, cultural zombies, right? Yeah, because there's sort of an emptiness behind what they're doing. Because they're just doing it for the sake of, like, isn't this fucking stupid? Like, I, I don't understand it, really. It's, you know, but the, the, there's different levels of it. Because, you know, there's a lot of people who are doing things uh, sincerely, but they'll still be called hipsters just because of the way they look. And, you know, it's it, and it dates back before that. I know, I, I'm pretty sure we talked about this before, but, like, you know, the, the beatniks, you mm-hmm. know? And then there's, like, a bunch of people where it's like, it's like, oh, these guys are doing this thing. It's like, no, I'm a beatnik, too, you know? Or even before that, just like, I'm a, like, I'm a fucking rock and roll, I'm a rockabilly guy, you know? Yeah. There was a, the flappers. <laughs> yep. The flappers. Um, it's just, uh, but, you know, it's the hipster is 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 not a movement. It's not a type of person. It really is just a fashion trend i think it's an attitude is it an attitude i think it's an yeah. attitude i think it's more of an attitude i think the fashion trend uh i think the fashion trend is a byproduct of the attitude and the attitude is something along the lines of um isn't all of this stuff stupid haha i'm gonna yep like it's it, but it's I not it's I... not appreciating things for for what they are it's appreciating things for how stupid they are and showing everyone like ah, I take ownership over this thing because it's dumb. That's true. Like but, wearing big dumb glasses or like uh you know. But then I think that's how a lot of it got going. You know the anti-fashion trend, uh, which would became like what they wear. But now when when there's kids, other kids that see you know like a girl wearing huge dumb granny glasses would be like that's cool, and they don't think it to themselves. That there's not that other level of ironic you know detachment they just go that's cool because that person is cool i'm because sure they're wearing it ironically but they think it's cool i'm sure somewhere they're the like truly wearing it because it's ironic not because i just think ironic i think ironic detachment is um is basically a red flag for soullessness yeah yeah it's really there's i no... mean like when you don't when you can't appreciate something for the fact that it's great and you have to appreciate things for for being 
shitty and showing people how you don't how because that's people going out of the way to say they don't give a shit, which means they yeah. must give a shit, right? Yeah. I don't know. I, it, it's weird. Well, when you know when when I started wearing you know like the Western style shirts that I all I wear, you know, I, I well, that's when you went back to 1885 to exactly. bring Doc Brown back. It was actually it was I was on a road trip and I went to a Walmart and saw like a, a Western style shirt that I thought would be funny if I put it on. I was like, oh look, I'm a, I'm a cowboy. There it is. Yeah, but when I put it on, I realized that <laughs> it fucking cowboy. it yeah. like it fit me like it, mm-hmm. like the shoulders on these shirts are broad and the tails are long, and I was like, this shirt fucking fits like a glove. This is great. And, um, and I've been wearing them ever since, and I can't get away from them now. I can't. I can't imagine you wearing other things, honestly. Yeah, they look great on you. I can't. I don't think I've ever. But the thing is, though, seen you in a t-shirt. No, I don't wear t-shirts. Yeah. Um, but you know, it all stemmed from like the dumb, you know, plaid shirts I would wear in school just to hide my man boobs. Yeah. It's the only reason I started wearing plaid colored shirts. My man shirts. boobs are always there. I can't yeah. hide them. <laughs> But um, but yeah, it's a hipster culture is, is a non-culture. It's just a, it's just a bunch of consumers, really, is all it is. And now there's this you know younger scene of kids that um, are just it's 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 uh, it's celebrated to be silly and and non-active and like non-active, inactive, like like it's like you know just not not to make your own, no one's making their own stuff. They're just making different versions of their newer stuff. Hmm. That's what that this was. That's what the current hipster community is, really. I believe. Well, I think we've broken that down sufficiently. I'm sorry. No, no, no. <laughs> I, I, I'm, I'm totally. I, I, I'm with you. I was just looking for a great. Someone sent equipment that I can't find. I'm looking for equipment I we cannot find. Track of that. I'm looking for equipment in my mind. And one day this equipment came to me. Was it a question or a comment? I could not see, but it's a equipment. It's a comment. It's a question. It's a equipment. Cause there's a lot of subjects that I wanna ask a question, but I wanna make a comment, and I have to say both. This episode of the Nerdist Podcast was brought to you by GoToMeeting. Meet easily with colleagues, even when traveling or working remotely. For your free 30-day trial, visit GoToMeeting.com and enter the promo code NERDIST. When you're committed to raising the standard, you're bound to ruffle some feathers. At Happy Egg, we like to say we farm differently. But in reality, we produce eggs the way people used to, by partnering with local small family farmers who raise our happy hens on eight or more acres. Because in our opinion, farming shouldn't be complicated. 
It should be happy. Choose happy with Happy Egg. Visit happyegg.com and look for the yellow carton at a store near you. Happy. Egg.